Hi everyone, this is Catherine Adams and Elizabeth Wallace, and you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 156, and tonight we're recapping Welcome to Night Vale number 139, The Birthday of Lee Marvin. I gotta tell you, this whole Lee Marvin thing on Night Vale has always puzzled the heck out of me. And you know, I even did a little bit of research and checked to see when Lee Marvin, the actor, was born, and when his 30th birthday would actually be, because that's important for the episode. February 19th, 1954 is when his 30th birthday would have happened. And I've looked around a little bit more around that. Apparently nothing was happening. I think maybe there's something (laughs) going on in Crimea on that day or something. So I have no Uh, idea what the significance is of Lee Marvin's 30th birthday, but apparently it's always happening. Yeah, and it's just this year they happened to have a whole festival about it where John Peters, you know, the farm he was even out there with his imaginary corn and theoretical butter, which I thought, hmm, that sounds tasty. Yeah, I was about to say, I'd like to have myself a nice little plate of imaginary corn with a theoretical butter, and hmm, I guess I am now. Uh, yeah, that's definitely what we're doing, right. <laughs> so, yeah, this episode, I guess it won't take too long to recap because it was kind of cerebral. I mean, we had a thing about moon facts at one point, and the moon is apparently an egg, or it's a necklace, or it's a cloak. Or an accidental height. Did I hear that right on that one? I I think so. And I thought that first one about it being an egg, the moon is a weak egg set to crack. That's a Doctor Who episode. That was like the 12th Doctor episode with the uh, the moon hatching into something. Yeah. But then we went straight over into more talk about Lee Marvin, about how he's a movie and theater actor. And he did a production of Angels in America where he played every single character except for the angels because the angels have a strong union because, of course, they do. Yeah. And the angels insisted on playing their own part, but they thought that the play itself as written was kind of offensive because it had all these stereotypes about angels and prophecy and everything. So it was all rewritten so that you have angels hanging out in the Ralph's parking lot. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> which that sounds about right. Cecil said was very powerful, which, okay. But there's also uh, Lee Marvin was able to come to help celebrate his 30th birthday while he's on break from filming. He's actually, and we had to stop and rewind the episode so we could write oh, this yes. down. He is working on the movie Rise of the Hobbits Part 4, and that is midway through an eight-part film series based on the copyright page of The Hobbit. And I heard that and I'm like, that's fair. That's really fair. Yeah, that could totally happen. I mean, considering the travesty they made of three movies out of The Hobbit, why not eight? Why not base (laughs) it on some obscure piece of crap. Of course. Whatever. Why not? Yeah. But you should also know that the angels are at the celebration and they brought sheet cake. And I'm like, oh, that was <laughs> nice of them. So we had uh, a little bit of a traffic report, which was all about roads in the desert, but not mm. really roads. Roads are sort of theoretical only in nature, um, not roads, I think. And yeah. just this whole idea about roads that, you know, could actually lead back into civilization, to a highway, to an interstate, to a great big city. And sometimes someone could actually take that interstate all the way back to the highway, to the side roads, to these theoretical not roads, and then just travel on into nowhere. But no one ever has, and no one ever will. Yeah, it was really odd and kind of 
poetic, I guess, and a good bit sinister going on in that one. So yeah. as the traffic usually is. The disparition music really cranked up the sinisterness of that whole story. Oh yeah, absolutely. But then we got back to the party and Lee Marvin actually showed up. I didn't realize we were actually going to see Lee Marvin. But of course, before we could hear from him, we had to go to the weather. I really did like the weather. It was very, yeah, it was nice. very soft, very contemplative with this the synthesizer kind of singing noise in the background. For some mm -hmm. reason, it sort of reminded me a little bit of a Joni Mitchell song, but I can't remember which one. Oh, nice, yeah. And it was called Impasse by Juliana Finch. And I'm thinking she's actually done a weather for us before. I could look it up. I'm not gonna. No. But, you know, the name sounds really familiar to me. So I'm wondering if I heard her from someplace else. But yeah, it was nice. I liked it. Yeah, I don't know why that one lyric popped out at me in the struggle. No one wins. Same old lovers in different skins. Oh, I like that. That's neat. Yeah, there were some clever rhymes in that one, too. In, in addition to a really nice little guitar line that went all the way through. We came back from the weather and we actually did get to hear from Lee and I kind of stopped writing stuff down after the first couple lines because I don't even know. Yeah, it's he was just thanking everybody for coming to his birthday, although it's always his birthday. Every single day is his 30th birthday and mm -hmm. him kind of wondering, how do you measure time? How does history act on you? All of it was really reminding me of the Night Vale episode, Best Of, and that was the one where you oh. were hearing all the different recordings of Cecil throughout the ages and every single day that Cecil was talking, it was, oh, hey, it's actor Lee Marvin's 30th birthday. That's right. Yeah. But he doesn't seem too upset about it. He's kind of perplexed. I mean, he's been 30 for a really long time. He remembers Pangea. So he remembers the signing of the charter for Night Vale. He made this comment about, we love Night Vale, but we're also afraid of it. And um, yeah, it's, he talked about floating in a sea of infinity, I guess. Like he's definitely doesn't really know what's going on, but doesn't seem too upset about it. And I think there was a little bit of a hint at what was mentioned in that best of episode about the missiles coming and Night Vale mm. being doomed, but then somehow it wasn't doomed and he's not sure yeah. what happened there. It's not, it's not the universe is colliding. I think they've really established that, that whole business where we had the doubles in town and the different realities and everything. I think it's something separate from that. It's when everybody was going to be destroyed by the missiles, everybody was crying, and then the submarine that they found a long time ago that had the people, I think, from the alternate universe who ended up giving Megan the hand, her full body, I guess. Yeah, yeah, um, I remember but, that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. This is related to that, but it's not related to the whole joining of realities, I don't think. But I'm not sure, because it's pretty nebulous at this point. And it was four years ago that we had that best of episode with all the references to Lee Marvin being 30. So this is a deep pull, this particular yeah. episode. Yeah, but Lee Marvin, this whole thing about... From like the very earliest episodes, the love of Lee Marvin on this show, I don't understand, but that's, that's okay. <laughs> we also did hear that Cecil loves celebrating birthdays, but he doesn't know when his own birthday is. So right. That's kind of perplexing. Which, yeah, it does kind of harken back to all these episodes, especially uh, his best friend, I think Will Wheaton plays his voice. Yes, yes um, Earl Harlan. Earl Harlan, yeah, who... Earl Harlan just suddenly woke up as an adult at one point. He was yeah. like a teenager forever, but 
And he was, I remember him trying to talk to Cecil, wanting to know, wait, Cecil, do you actually remember how old you are? And Cecil just kind of breezed past it. So Cecil, I think, has also been around since the signing of the Night Vale Charter and previously. So we don't really know what's going on with that. No, it's, a, it's Night Vale. Time is weird. Time is weird. Awesome. Yeah. And that was it for the episode. The only other thing that we had was we did have another preview for Tales of New America. Yeah, I think. yeah. It's a, yeah. Uh, definitely liked that one better than the other preview they gave us. The other preview that we had a while ago just sounded weird and there's screaming and chaos and everything. And this was actually just a careful description of what the show's about. And if you're intrigued, you should listen to it. So there you go. I still need to check out Dream Boy. I'm ashamed of myself that I haven't, especially after the last preview we had uh, last episode. That was (laughs) hilarious. Yeah, it was was really really awesome. Well, I'll tell you one of the reasons why I haven't listened to it. You know what I've listened to? What's that? I'm all caught up with Lime Town. Oh, yes. Okay. So you actually are caught up to... um, uh, what was I think the it's episode three? I think. Yeah, with uh, talking about the new experiments with the uh, the tech. Yes, exactly. The um, contact lenses. Yes. yes. Oh yes. boy, so Ooh, so yeah. fun. Now that's something that I really want to ask Hannah about. I know she hasn't listened to all of Limetown, but. The British actor in the first episode of the second season, the entire time yeah. he's talking, didn't he remind you of like somebody who may have been on the Zombies Run podcast? A little bit, but I couldn't peg it. And Hannah's way better at catching those accents than I am. So right. I don't, you know, she might know. And do they have an IMDb page or anything? I mean, I don't, I didn't see anything. I don't think so. I've looked up credits for some of the actors on uh, the Limetown podcast and I don't think it carries over to IMDb. So no, no, they need to. I mean, with all the podcasts we've been listening to lately, it'd be handy to be like, oh my god, this is so and so from Zombies Run. I mean, some of the voices you can totally. Felix Trench, Hannah was talking about the fact that you cannot disguise that guy's voice anytime <laughs> he, he goes really in. Really can't. You can try, dude, but um, yeah, it'd be really cool to be able to like make some kind of like little diagram over where we've heard all these people. But <laughs> so um, in other pop culture news, uh, so Daredevil's been canceled. Oh, has it? I hadn't. All right. So I am probably halfway through the season and it definitely did get more interesting, Uh but it is still not really, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not, neither is it great. Well, I heard the news and my first thought was, huh, I blame Iron Fist. And I do, because I feel like the Netflix you know, Marvel shows were going along pretty well. And then Iron Fist came in and it kind of threw the whole momentum out of whack. But I don't know, it could be that it's just one of those things that people were intrigued for a while, and then they stopped being so intrigued. And, you know, Netflix has decided it's not really worth it. Because, I mean, are any of the Netflix series still going? I mean, Jessica Jones hasn't been canceled, has it? I I know, but I honestly thought that Jessica Jones would get canceled before Daredevil because I thought the second season of Jessica Jones was really not good. Ugh. So I don't know. But then somebody was talking about, God, I'm, I'll, I'll find it and I'll post it in the description. I found this tweet by somebody. It's a thread. And he was talking about watching the first episode of the current season of Daredevil and how Daredevil wandering around, injured, whining, wondering to know if he's ever going to be able to be better again, 
And the most interesting thing that happens is he ends up cleaning out his sinuses with a neti pot. And I'm not making that shit up, you know? I mean, that was like the biggest thing that happened in that episode. And the guy, the pacing, he just, he was so furious about the pacing. And he's not wrong. I mean, uh, Netflix needs to, he said something about tone, how it's just, I don't know, the fetishizing tone, I guess. I don't, I don't know. But um, I'll find the thread and link it in the descriptions because he did spell out, I think, what was kind of wrong with the season, I thought. But that being said, there have been a couple fight scenes that have been pretty incredible. I mean, they really, really pay attention to the choreography in this one. Well, I mean, Charlie Cox, God bless him. He's so good at, you know, just throwing himself into this role. And he's definitely been the character that I've liked the most out of all the Netflix ones. I mean... I love Jessica Jones, but Matt is just wonderful. And I'm kind of sad that we won't have any more. And I sort of hope that the Marvel Cinematic Universe starts drawing in some more of these characters. I have heard that while the individual shows are being canceled, they are bringing everybody back in like combo shows, kind of like the Defenders. I don't think it was the Defenders. It was something else. I was never a Defenders reader. I didn't know anything about Daredevil or Jessica Jones or Luke Cage until these shows came on. Uh, there wasn't the comics that I was reading, but apparently there is something in the works for all of them. So some people are saying that this whole thing about, oh, it's canceled, it's canceled, it's canceled. They're like, no, it's fine. They're all coming back in different shows. I'm like, okay, we'll see. Yeah. yeah. Well, I still have to say one of my favorite parts of The Defenders was uh, Luke Cage beating the snot out of Iron Fist. I mean, oh, yeah, oh that, that was, was awesome. satisfying. <laughs> oh, that was great. Yeah, I love that. And speaking of things that have been canceled and other things being brought back, so... Still no word on Transformers at IDW, what's happening. But did you see that they just released the first issue of a GoBots comic book? I saw that. Um, You know, a lot of people complained about Rom being brought into Transformers. And a lot of people were saying, why are you bringing back series that nobody is asking for? And I'm wondering, are people asking for GoBots? I mean, surely there's got to be some passionate fans, but... Do they outweigh the number of passionate Transformers fans? I I don't know. And it could be that, I don't know, maybe it doesn't matter so much about the fans that this is the license that they've got a hold of that they can use, you know? And if they've got some restrictions on Transformers at the moment, I don't know. But I I, I took a glance at the art. It's pretty retro style. I don't know if I really... I I like stories with robots in them, but I was never a GoBots fan, so I don't know. You know, we'll see. Uh, no idea, but um, let's see. Other pop culture news. Okay, <laughs> here's a weird one. Tumblr. Yes. Is now, as of December 17th, will no longer have adult content. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Oh, because there's a lot of it on I there, was right? about to say, I mean, Tumblr is banning not safe for work content what are you doing? (laughs) Just now what happened was they have filters to stop things like child pornography. And the filter failed at one point, something very illegal got posted. I mean, I don't know. I've been looking around to try to figure it out. But I'm scared to write, you know, child pornography into my Google search (laughs) image, because that would be terrible. Um, Yeah, but I, I don't know how many people saw it. But Tumblr got in big trouble for it. Uh, Apple pulled it from the uh, Apple Play Store. Whoa. Yeah. So they have decided because of this to commit seppuku. I mean, just, this is not good for the platform because the not safe for work content was a big draw. I mean, yeah. yes, it did irritate me when porn bots would go ahead and add 
your favorite tags to their incredibly adult porn scenes that they would post on Tumblr, yeah. whatever. But the answer to that is to fix your filter. Don't, yeah. please don't ban it. Well, it's it's too late now. It's already happening and a lot of people are furious. But I did read uh, through some of the posts on Tumblr of people being very angry about it. And uh, it was Tumblr user Janoda, J-A-N-O-D-A, who posted a rant that pointed out some things. All right, one thing. So classic art of naked women painted by old dudes is okay. But right. naked fan art created by women is not okay, which I think is kind of pushing it a little bit into mm. the whole men versus women thing, because obviously porn related content done by guys is no longer going to be allowed either. Right. It's, They're not just targeting the women in this case. Right, right. And it's probably up in the air whether a naked painting from the Renaissance is even going to be allowed because, you know, it mm. might get caught in the filters. But what she also pointed out, and this is another irritating thing, they specifically say that female presenting nipples are not going to be allowed. And it's just like, okay, human civilization as a whole is going to have to get past this whole idea about women's breasts being bad. I'm sorry. Seriously. We just are men's nipples fine, women's nipples bad. This can't continue. It's got no. to stop. Yeah. I, I Probably just because... Ugh. You give somebody an inch, they take a mile, you know. <laughs> we have, you know, completely natural, perfectly fine nipples on women, and then we have the... God, that inflation stuff is so weird. If you don't so Google bizarre. this, if you're at work, guys, don't Google fan art inflation. It's, I mean, you don't want to have that on your computer at work. But, um, yeah, that, I, I don't know. I mean, but it's, it's a judgment call. I mean, is one okay and one is not okay? But it really does seem like throwing the baby out with the bathwater to say absolutely no content whatsoever. You know, how's Tumblr doing money-wise anyway? I mean, I it's have, not, most people are using it for free. You know? I know. I, I don't know. It must... I there must be ads somehow or tum I don't even know how most things on the internet get monetized. It's just bizarre yeah. to me. I'm like I click on a page and I see it and I don't have to pay any money. So but I'm yeah. sure money is being exchanged hands somewhere, maybe with the internet providers. I don't know. I mean they've got they've got ads running on the sidebars, don't they? Usually like little ads here and there, don't they? Maybe Nathan has a uh, um ad filter blocker oh, on okay. uh, our All computer. Right. So and I don't go on on Tumblr during work hours. No. <laughs> no, indeed. No, you don't want to. Die. I, I usually tend to stay away from DeviantArt when I'm at work, too, because if I'm logged in, I might see some stuff I don't need to see. But yeah, wow, man. See, the thing is, is that Instagram has, they've had a problem with that kind of, you know, the porn bots putting tags on their stuff. Like, I had posted a picture of bruschetta at one point that I had made. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. For some reason, that was what the porn people were putting on their work that week. I don't know why. Oh, I mean, my God. I know. It's just whatever. It's, I don't know. I really don't know what the answer is to that. I mean, you got to say that anything that keeps child pornography off the internet is going to be good, but do you want to keep everything off? And also, can you? I don't think you can. I'm not sure. I really don't. I mean, I think one of their official answers was people being upset about the adult content not being allowed anymore. And their response was, well, there, there's plenty of places that specialize mm. in adult content, and you will be able to still access it there. Meanwhile, we will be focusing on our service. I'm <laughs> just like... But your service has been to provide adult content. I'm sorry. That's what fan art can be. Yeah, so. it's, yeah there's, there's a lot of it out there, too. I, I swear, I don't know. I mean, that's a, that's a big old judgment call right there. And I think, all right, you want to take bets? How much you want to bet that they're going to let it come back? 
I'm going to say by the time um, Valentine's Day comes around, adult content will be back on Tumblr. That's my bet. Okay. Um, I'm going to say it's very likely that the provider as a whole is going to like crash at some point and then come back as something completely different before they decide mm-hmm. to change their mind on the adult filters. Okay. So you're saying longer than Valentine's Day? I'd say so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, we'll know by the time Valentine's Day comes yeah, around. Put so. a pin mm-hmm. in that one. Mm-hmm. Anything else you want to talk about? No, no, I was the only. <laughs> I sure made it sound like I'm looking for that adult content. <laughs> not usually, but I was just going to say you're not not looking for it. <laughs> that's, that's right. I think that is the politically correct way of saying it. Sure. There you go. Sure, that's fine. Yeah, things happen. Uh, but that's going to wrap us up for the week. So make sure to check out pixeladygeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. I just got uh, notifications. We're starting the press registration for next year's Comic-Con. It has already begun. Yeah, I know. It's amazing. So I was going to say, we'll be back into convention season again. Have we ever actually been out of it? I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah. And I definitely want to make plans to go to WonderCon next year because I've never actually been to WonderCon and it sounds like fun. It is fun. I actually, I like the Anaheim area and then we can... You know, go to WonderCon, then we can walk across the street and go to downtown Disney, which, no, you don't have to have a pass to get into Disney. This is like the shops and the restaurants and the bars and everything for people who kind of like Disney but aren't going into Disney that day. They finally got smart, and they're like, hey, we can make a lot of money by just letting people in here. So that's, that's a really awesome. good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, you, they make money hand over fist, my God. But, yeah, so um, keep an eye out for all of that and more, pixelatedgeek.com. We're actually kind of uh, a little bit ahead of the game when it comes to podcast episodes. I don't know if we're going to skip an episode at the holidays or not. Maybe we'll... I was thinking, you know, Nathan and I watched another episode of The Haunting of Hill House tonight, which means we Mm. only have two left. And I was thinking, like, at some point when you and Hannah are you know, in Florida and we're still up in North Carolina, we could actually record a podcast where we talk about that. And that way we could have a three-way discussion, but only have two tracks to edit, which I know yeah. is important. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, editing three tracks, not fun, but yeah, that'd be nice because... We tend to get behind, and we try not to get behind, but God, you and me trying to not fall behind is like swimming against the frickin' tide, so I don't know. Yeah, I think that's an exercise in futility there. We'll just see how long we can stay where we are is a little bit ahead, and then, you know, yeah. if we do fall behind, it's fine, because it happens, yeah. and we never plan anyway. <laughs> no, that's absolutely right, so... I guess uh, next week we will talk about something else in the nerd world. So one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to you later.